This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. We're back together and reunited, and it feels so good. This is like, I mean, I would say it's, I mean, similar to the Beatles reuniting today. That's what a lot of people have been saying. You know, even though two of them are dead. You're right. You know, just them getting back on stage one last time. So it'd be like if there were four of us and two of them are dead. It's, but we still got back together. So, (laughs) wait. Um, It's not as good as I. No, no, not not a perfect analogy, is it? Uh, but uh, but we're back and we're in Dallas and fortunately uh, back in Dallas because it's like it's going to be 75 or something here. It's going to be, I don't know, 45 below in New York today. Hey, I mean, you're Mr. I love cold weather. Why I, are you not yeah, loving this? It was a little too cold and a little too nasty. I mean, it was just driving sleet and rain and then snow and then sleet and rain and then puddles in the intersection. So you get soaking wet. It's just miserable. It's miserable. Miserable. You know, Pat has revisionist history about winter. That's the way winter yeah, is. I, yes, that's the way winter is. Winter it isn't no. the two-inch snow. snowfall over the ground. It looks so beautiful, and then it melts and that's, goes away, that, and it's 80 is, outside. That's yeah. what it is. That's no, I don't winter. want it to be 80, but, you know, two is a little cold. <laughs> two is You're somewhat... from Montana. I know. It I was always much colder two. than Two that. was yeah. warming. Yeah, two was a I mean, heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times, two was a heat wave. It's like, we man, all the way up to I'm two taking today. the coat off today. <laughs> Break out the shorts again. Yeah. Woo, it's two. <laughs> but, you know, I've been Texasized. I, I think, you know, you, oh. you come here and it's warm and the coldest it gets is 40 and, and you get spoiled. And then you go to New York and it's miserable and it's like, okay, I've had enough. Yeah, I went to I went to New York and experienced what was supposed to be snow apocalypse, which is still yeah. miserable. I mean, it was not nice, but it wasn't the forty-five feet of snow expected. Right. And then I went from there to Phoenix, which I, on the ground from the time I landed <laughs> until two hours before the Super Bowl, pouring rain. Ugh. In Phoenix. Oh wow, yeah, that stinks. Yeah, I mean, it was still Phoenix. Well, still yeah, but warm. they have that monsoon time, right? In I, Phoenix. Maybe I don't know. Don't they have a typical monsoon time? And I think this is about it. Just kind of a weird thing to put the Super Bowl in there about that time. 
Yeah, I mean, last time it was there, it was beautiful the entire time. It was, was it? you know, 80 degrees and oh, nice, nice. And, and clear. This time, just, it was like, it was still in the 60, yeah. it was still on the warmer side, but just rain and clouds and dark, and it was just not, mm. you know, weather-wise. Again, but I, 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 the game I, was awesome. The game was unbelievable. So you had that going it for was, us. It was unbelievable. Oh, this was during the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, I, that's I, right, you were there. I recognize this is a bit of a first-world problem. I will, uh, I will I'll take that one on myself. And, and you don't think they have this problem in Ethiopia? Well, the Ethiopian Super Bowl, it's, mm -hmm. the weather's always good. So in a way, I have it worse than the people in Ethiopia. I'm just going to put it out there. Let, we'll let the historians decide how accurate it is. Yeah. We're going to put it out there. All right. Mm -hmm. That's fair. Mm -hmm. 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, meanwhile, our, our president is uh, continuing to downplay terrorism. Uh, you know, they, they put out, National Security Agency, the NSA put out this 29-page um, uh, document on extremism and, and who we're fighting and who we're really at war with, who we have to watch out for. And there's not one mention of radical Islam. There's not one mention of extremist Islam. There is one mention of Islam, and that's to say that we're not at war with Islam. So, I mean, who, who are they worried about? They're worried about us. They're worried about the Tea Party. They're worried about people who are conservative. They're, they're worried about, you know, people who love the Constitution. They seriously are worried about people who quote the constitutions. For, for some reason, that's, a, that's an issue now. I, I, I don't know how it got to this place, but it's, it's a sad place to be. Yeah, I don't know if we have it in the uh, rundown today yet, but uh, there's a report out today that the Southern Poverty Law Center Mm. has now put on its extremist list. I mean, you want to talk about a virulent extremist, a guy who's just fiery rage all the time. Glad they put this guy on. Yeah. You know? Who is it? Uh, Dr. Ben Carson. Oh, my gosh. That guy is uh, You want to talk about a guy who's... It's about time. This is yeah. nothing about politics, by the way. Nothing no. about politics. No, the fact no, this guy might no, be running for president. No, that's nothing to do with it's it. It's the fact that he's just such an evil, extremist hate monger. Well, there's dead, there's dead bodies in his week, wake all the time. Yeah. Uh, he yep. went into Fox News uh, last week, I think, when we were there. And I walked by the headquarters on my way back to the hotel. Uh-huh. 750 dead people outside of Fox News. <laughs> oh all God. killed Thanks by ben Carson. ben Carson. All killed by oh, Ben no Carson. Oh, no wonder he's been put on this watch. Yeah, so. no one. Yeah, I mean, it's is... a long time in I was, I'm surprised it wasn't a bigger time. story. I know. I know. They co he covered really? it up. Yeah. He threatened to kill everybody who uh, reported it. First, so, but you're the brave I'm the first, I'm first. first brave one to ever. I was pissed for him at first. Yeah, I was. Now. I was on his side too. And then no, uh, now, no, now, now you know. know. Now I now can't you know be why. because of all the murder. Seven hundred and fifty. Uh, that's just one incident. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> one TV appearance. <laughs> Guy just shows up for a TV yeah. appearance, kills seven hundred fifty yeah. people. That's extreme. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I thought it was. Yeah. So, but uh, <laughs> the so the president's calling out people like him and downplaying. Everybody else. Here yeah. He is. By the way, one of his some of his extreme uh, comments. Maybe we'll get into this more in depth later. But he apparently called for everyone to live under a biblical system. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. You don't even know the specifics. What? It's worse than you think. Okay. He thinks everyone should be under a system called a tithe, where everyone pays a flat percentage. 
Now, this wasn't just an analogy for a flat tax. Definitely not. He's a religious extremist because he wants everyone to live under a biblical system. What a zealot. I mean, how bad is that? He's he's saying, look, God gets 10% flat tax from everybody. I think that's a good system for everybody else. Is that what he said? Basically, it was what he said. I don't have the exact quote, but that was essentially his point. We've said that before. Once you're on this list, is there a way just to shut him up from talking hate like that? I don't think he should be able to speak at all. I'm I'm not even saying in public. I'm saying he should be able to answer his wife when when she calls. Because he's on the extremist list. They've said he's an extremist. And he's likely to kill her. Right. And, he, and he's killed 750 <laughs> so, people right. on already. Fox News already. already. From what appearance? I mean, it's far Imagine if he that. was on a, uh, you know, uh, he did a, a media tour. Thousands would oh be dead. Gosh. Oh, my, oh my gosh. It would be apocalyptic. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. I don't want to think much about the president either, but here he is. Some folks here in Washington were like, ah, he's ignoring the chaos and the, all the terrible stuff that's happening. Of course, I'm not ignoring it. I'm, I'm dealing with it every day. That's what I wake up to each morning. I get a, a thick book uh, full of uh, death, destruction, strife, and chaos. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's what I take with my, with my morning tea. sometimes overstates the sort of level of alarm people should have about when is it terrorism and, and this like kind this. of chaos as opposed to yeah. a longer-term problem of climate change. It's a hardball question right there. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, what do you think the media is too tough on Democrats? The media for that? It, look, yes. the, the, the yeah, point is I this. Do. I do. My Here's first job point. is to protect the American people. Right. It is entirely legitimate for uh, the American people to be deeply concerned when you've got mm-hmm. a bunch of... Uh, Islamic Violent, extremists. vicious zealots mm. uh, who behead people or uh-huh. randomly shoot uh, mm. a bunch of folks uh, uh, in a, in a mm. deli in Paris. Uh-huh. Uh, and and uh, we devote we, enormous resources uh, to that. And it is, is right and appropriate, appropriate for us to be vigilant, vigilant and aggressive mm. in trying to deal with that. Uh, the same way that... A big city mayor's got to <laughs> cut the crime rate down uh, if he wants that city to thrive. He's the worst. He's the worst. Oh, He's a, oh brilliant question from the uh, interviewer. Do you think the media is too mean to you? Do you think the media is just coming down too hard on Democrats these days? Mr. President. I think they are. Let me ask you a very difficult question right now. And I'm going to give you a chance to be really reflective on this. Have people been too mean to you during your time in office? (laughs) (laughs) Let me ask you another question. (laughs) Follow it up. Follow it up. Go after it. Let me put it a different way if I could. Do you think that um, sometimes the hysteria surrounding some of these events is a little bit overblown? And maybe you're handling it the right way, but other people misjudge you. (laughs) Do you think that's possible? Do you think it's possible? I'm not no, saying I'm not I, trying to lock you in that box. I'm just saying is that possible? Now I'm not trying to really pin you down and and push your back up against the wall. But do you think it's possible that sometimes people overreact? But you, being the cool-headed, mm. Uh, mm. Uh, brilliant, tough question, uh, strategist that you are, that you might be doing it the right way, and they let, might let be. Let me wrong. put it another way. Do. Do you think that people are misguided mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. way that you work so hard for this country? Yeah, Holy like, cow. For, like mm-hmm. do, do you think it's the people's fault that they don't recognize your genius? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. is that an issue you have to deal with on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. Are you just too awesome? <laughs> 
That's a good question. That is. Yeah, Let me follow you. up on that. Yeah. Is your awesomeness so awesome in its awesomeosity mm -hmm. that it actually blinds people to how awesome you are? Mm. Is that possible? Oh, I mean, so in that regard, it's almost your fault yeah. for being too good. And that's about as hard as it gets. He's blamed, blamed for that. <laughs> I mean, yes. Come on. What is the last I time a conservative so. from? A, I mean, I guess Vox isn't really a big-time media source. They're a, a yeah, website. I don't even know what they are. The left-leaning website. Okay. They're, they're, they, you know, the left-leaning website. So I mean, they're, they're not. They're going to be friendly, and maybe oh, you know, step up from uh, cereal in a bathtub. Friendly. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. I will say a considerable step up from yeah. cereal and a bathtub girl. But uh, it's uh, also a step up from friendly. The guy practically had his tongue down Obama's yeah. throat. I mean, come on. What they didn't show here is they did make out. They did make out. And that's okay. Yeah, and a hot a so there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. We're not trying to say there's anything wrong with that. Not trying to say that. Not at all. Uh, here he is on income inequality. I'll Ooh. bet you he really pushed him up against the wall again on this. Oh, Oof, I can't wait to see. How we got into a point mm -hmm. where we can have high corporate profits when businesses can be doing so well, right. but the workers right. don't necessarily share in that prosperity. Oh, well, this has been cool. a, at least Tough a three-decade-long trend. Now, there are a whole bunch of reasons for that. Some of it has to do with technology and entire sectors being it eliminated, mm -hmm. travel agents, bank tellers, uh, a lot of middle management. A lot of it has to do with globalization. Uh, the rest of the world's uh -huh. catching up. Post-World War II, we had yeah. just some enormous structural advantages because our competitors had been devastated by war and we had also made investments that put us ahead of the curve whether in education or infrastructure those advantages went away at the same time as workers increasingly had less leverage because of changes in labor laws you combine all that stuff and it's put uh, workers in a tougher position so some people who just control enormous amounts of wealth you know, we don't re resent their success. On the other end, just as a practical oh, crap, matter, you don't. You know, you're going to have problems making sure that we're <sighs> investing enough in, in the common good uh, to be able to move uh, move forward. Uh, I mean, for all I would say negatively about this, and there's a lot, I would say it looks mm. pretty cool. It's a pretty cool-looking interview, and they, mm -hmm. they did a good job producing it. Outside of that, I can, I'm not going to say a lot for These arguments are tried and true. They're... I mean, it's 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 a it's a rebrand of keeping up with the Joneses, a thing we mm -hmm. used to look at as a negative. Well, well, I want why do they have so much? They shouldn't have so much. I want as much as them. Why don't I have what they have? That used to be something we looked down at at this mm -hmm. country. It used to be something that we would criticize ourselves for. We would say, don't fall into that trap. It is now the main policy push of one of the two major uh, parties in our in our country. Yeah. I mean, how yeah. you want to talk about a major transition back in the 80s, they would make movies about people who would who would, you know, try to keep up with the Joneses. And the ending lesson you'd learn at the end was it was a bad idea. Now we have not only are we are we supposed to do it? It's evil if you don't do it. You're actually a horrible person if you don't try to take everybody else's stuff. Uh, that's a long, long road, and uh, we've we've traveled it over a very short time. See, and that's another thing that this president has done. Commuting times have been cut. <laughs> Thank you. So we commuted all the way from uh, a free market system to communism. Right, and very quickly. Uh, on that road, and, and good for him. And again, Thank that's you. because Thank he's you, helped. Uh, help. Again, like, I don't understand. You can say all you want that you want uh, people who have a lot of money to not have it. Mm -hmm. And it, it, what you're talking about there, though, is not it's not that you're talking about having the government control the outcomes yep. of, for, of people's lives. That's what you're talking about. Can the government guarantee an outcome to 
the Joneses? Can you say, hey, they have too much, I don't think they should have too much, therefore I will take it? And it's interesting they, because they're almost using that very uh, tact to, to bring about this uh, increase in taxes on people's inheritance. Mm -hmm. So the, the uh, trust fund that's uh, not really a trust fund, I, I, I forget how this works, but it, it doesn't follow all of the uh, obligations as a trust fund. So you can't just say, well, we're just taking trust funds and, and we're taking some of that money out of there. It's, it's an inheritance that, that people are leaving to their children that can accrue over time. And so they're, they're trying to say that uh, we should be able to take that money that they've accrued over time. They already paid the taxes on it when they put it in there. So now they want to double tax it or triple or quadruple in a lot of cases. They want to take uh, their share of it again because it accrued interest over 20 years or whatever. And they're saying they're going to give that money to the middle class. So you're actually now promoting the fact that you're going to redistribute wealth. That used to be a really bad thing in this country. But apparently we've come so far now that people are like, yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. I, it's, I mean, Take their inheritance and give it to me. That's way, the way it should be. What the hell? This is America, right? Yeah, I mean, the, the death tax is a term mm. that has been, you know, sort of praised and, and uh, you know, also hated by many. As uh, I think it was Frank Luntz, right? Wasn't Frank Luntz the, the guy who came up with death tax as mm -hmm. a way to say, you know, don't phrase it as, you know, a state tax or, um, you know, whatever. Use death tax because people will just inherently realize how stupid that is. It's describing the same thing and describing mm -hmm. it fairly. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the term death tax, but it puts it in a frame where you think, wow, I'm, I'm getting taxed for dying. I mean, that is really absurd. Apparently not anymore. Apparently that is not something that people despise anymore. Apparently now people think, well, yeah, I mean, you did die. You don't want the tax. Don't die. <laughs> and the fact that we're now dealing with a society who thinks that's the rational position on this is it's, bizarre. Yeah, and it's crazy that the government thinks they have more right to your money that you earned legitimately yeah. than your family does. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I would say, it's go a step incredible. further, they don't think it's your money at all. Right. It's they their don't. money they let you use while you're alive. And when you die, yep. you don't get to just do what you want with it. We're going to take it back. You can't use it anymore. It's all there, and it's the exact reversal of what our founders wanted. The rights going from God to people that we lend to the government. In their world, of course, there is no God. It's just government giving the people rights. They can take them back mm -hmm. whenever they want. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you want to live in that society, that's, that's another world away. You can get that in every other country on Earth. I thought we all decided, hey, this is a good way to go, but maybe not. Before we get started, take a quick moment to wish a happy birthday to me. <laughs> okay. okay. Also, oh yeah, my daughter Ainsley, who's adorable and two today. Very excited about it. Really? Yeah, we had a little birthday so, party yesterday. The, oh, the bouncy houses. The, I, a, I didn't realize your daughter's birthday happened on the same day. Isn't that weird? That's yeah, weird. Yeah, same day. Uh, what are the odds? Well, one in 365, I guess. Approximately, right? yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 356, 365.25. For leap years, you got to. Right. Okay. Uh, but yes, uh, that is uh, pretty odd. A very strange thing. And now, my birthday means nothing to no one. Yeah. Now, no one <laughs> celebrates it. 
no one cares about it because it's actually my daughter's birthday. Now. Some of that, mm -hmm. some of that didn't though. change a thing for a lot of people. <laughs> Thank That's, you. Jeff. Wow. I mean, I don't, I don't know why that was. Uh, called for seems like it wasn't it wasn't and he's horrible and thank you for coming back so i don't have to be here yeah. uh with him uh, right oh i was happy birthday mm -hmm. oh it's so so sincere happy birthday. i will say that there are people here who actually do care about my birthday and, and that's how i know at the end of this little piece of paper that has all our prep for the day the last thing says uh d block spoons in studio red velvet blizzard treat oh <laughs> yes for reals for reals, for reals. Wow, wow that's, that's coming great. up uh, here on the uh, okay. program. We'll try that. And, Pat, you, uh, we have some um, Red Velvet Oreos, too, which we tried uh, on Thursday last week. Okay. You get to try it as well. Really good? Oh, yeah. I liked them. Yeah, I was right. a fan. Jeffy's not a fan of Oreos, really. Yeah, so. I'm not either. I'm not that big yeah, of I like, Oreo If guy. I'm going to eat the Oreos, I like the regular ones. If yeah. I was going to eat Oreos, I would eat these. The Oreos aren't my favorite cookie in the world, but if yeah. I was going to eat Oreos, I'm all out in the Red They're Velvet. not um, that good. Is, is my thing I am looking them. forward to the s'more ones, though. When the s'mores come out, they, Oreo said they're having the s'more Oreos come out soon. The s'moreos? To try those. they got to yeah. call them s'moreos. How yeah, do they not definitely. call them s'moreos? Well, I, I would be interested in trying those, but uh, every Oreo I try. And, yeah, I mean, while there's a moment of, okay, that's pretty good, I don't know. There's just something manufactured about them. There's yeah. just something that's, processed. The, the, the regular Oreos don't have that as much as the different flavored ones yeah. do. So I, I don't know. We'll see. Well, this is not going to affect your health very well. Uh, no, the this is Oreos and the stuff? The Red Velvet uh, Oreos, the Red Velvet Blizzards, <laughs> probably not going to uh, help uh, us health-wise. And this is why we're glad, as a show, that Obamacare is here to help us. Oh, my God. Because Thank we, you. Oh. Thank it's all we think about. We talk about it off-air off yeah. all the time. You know, before mm. uh, Obamacare, we used to get sick. Yeah. Now, never. Not anymore. Not anymore. Thank you, Barack. But we need the health care because Obamacare has made the system so much better. Yeah. And the air is so much cleaner. Man, oh, man. Mm. Uh, here he is talking about some of that. He's really wonderful. <laughs> Why do you think Americans pay what so much higher health care prices than folks in other countries? Well, you know, the, I mean, there are a lot of theories that? about this, but I think the, the, well, the evidence points to a couple of key factors. One is we've got a third-party system. Mostly we've got a... Uh, a system where everybody gets their uh, health insurance through their employers. Obviously, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, helps to cover the gap for those who aren't in that system. Uh, but for those of us who have an insurer, you know, we don't track it. And uh, the market then becomes really opaque and, and uh, really hard to penetrate. And, and you know, uh, mm. health providers uh, are able to uh, I think charge uh, without much fear that uh, somebody's looking over their shoulders and asking, well, why is this cost that much? Mm -hmm. So that's part of it. I can't take credit for, for all four years of the lowest health care inflation in the last 50 uh, that we've seen since the Affordable Care Act passed. Some of the trends, I oh, think, good God. are I can't on their this. way. <laughs> oh, what, I mean, I look, that's I fantastic. am above taking credit, so I can't take credit for the fact that the last four years wow. have been the lowest inflation in the last 50. I can't take credit for that. What are you doing there? First of all, it's a bullcrap statistic. But second of all, yeah. to throw it out there with this, like, false sense of you're just brushing off credit. It's, it's a humble brag. That is what they call it. It's a humble brag. It's pathetic. And it's also, of course, not true. But that's something we've talked about a hundred times. This idea that you could just toss it out there. Look, I can't take
credit for being the sexiest man alive. I just <laughs> happen to be the sexiest man alive. There's nothing I can do about that. That's what other people are doing. That's other people make those born. decisions. I don't have anything to do with that other than my obvious hard work on my abs. Uh, but, uh, you know, look, I'm great. And, I, you know, like I can't get full credit for that. I, like, can't, I can't take stop it. Stop it. I can't take it. I mean, could, you, could anyone else get away with that? No. Could if, anyone if that else? Bush, oh, they'd be fact-checking that? Oh. Every minute of every day. The douchery. This is a guy, by the way, who promised not no inflation, but negative inflation on health care costs. $2,500 per person per less. Family. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> and instead, it's gone up. I guess. We've been over this a million times. <laughs> uh, here he is. Here he is on the uh, on the, uh, you know, getting on our high horse about Islamic extremism, because. You know, a thousand years ago, some Christians did some things, too, apparently, in the name of Christ. And here he is reminding us of that. Thank goodness. So how do we, as people of faith, reconcile these realities? The profound good, the strength, the tenacity, the compassion and love Love. that can flow from all of our faiths. Operating alongside those who seek to hijack religious for their own murderous ends. Hijack religious? (laughs) Humanity's been grappling with these questions throughout human history. History. And lest we get on our high horse and think this is unique to some other place, remember that during the Crusades and the Inquisition, people committed terrible deeds in the name of Christ. It's not unique to one group or one religion. There is a tendency (laughs) in us, a sinful tendency that can pervert and distort our faith. And there's nobody who knows sin better than him. No, no. I mean, such a hardcore religious guy. Oh, man. I mean, a guy who went to church every week for 20 years and absorbed no information from it yeah never learned a thing from this crazy man speaking in front of him for 20 years i think in the last six he's been to church a full three times (laughs) maybe full three times let's not overstate it uh also what i love there is before we get let me see if it's i think it's on here somewhere before we get on our lest we get on our high horse about extremism i think this happens somewhere else the Crusades took place in the United States of America? They did. They mm-hmm. did, okay. So so they didn't happen someplace else. They happened right, right here, here in the United States yeah. of America. Des Moines. Des Moines, okay. Des Moines was Moines. the center of it. And it was just uh, before they were trying to get, World War II. Okay. War and they were trying to get Des Moines back from the Des Moinians. Des Moinians were invading. The Des Moinians were invading their own city. And then the, the Christians uh, came in with their, with their ugly crusade yep. and started oh, slaughtering Des Moinians. First of all, not only did it happen in another place, it happened in a completely different time. Like, another century. I don't know, another century ago? Yeah. Uh, another millennium yeah. almost? Yeah, yeah, almost. And, yeah. and yes. the point please. that you've, you've brought up please. several times please do it. is it's not, it's not about Islam. Uh, that had nothing to do with what happens today isn't about Islam, but what happened then is about Christianity. Yeah, and, 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 and God, the other thing we should golly. talk about, and again, this is Glenn got mad at us the other day for going into this stuff, which maybe it distracts from it, but hey, this is Pat and Stu, and well, we don't, we don't care about such things. <laughs> uh, but the point is, the, the Crusades 
were a largely uh, unsuccessful, by the way, response to mm -hmm. aggression from Muslims. Uh, this was, it was essentially the, the, the church trying to figure out a way that it could still exist. Right. It was not a positive thing. No one likes going back at it, but put it in context. The other one is the Inquisition, which is something different in that, like, we call it the Inquisition. And the Inquisition was not a positive thing. We, I think we can all come to that, uh, we can all come to that place. However, it was an Inquisition because they were inquiring about something. They were inquisitive. They were inquisitive. Why were they inquiring? They were inquiring. <laughs> inquiring minds want to know. Someone's guilt. Is that mm -hmm. person guilty or innocent? The reason why they were inquiring is because these people were largely already condemned to death. They were going to be killed. Mm -hmm. And they, the church stepped in and said, I don't know. Let's see if we can ask and ask some important questions to see if they should be killed. Now, obviously, we would say at this point that uh, too many of them were. I mean, tens of thousands yeah. were. However, some were not. Some were not. Some were actually People found that were innocent. going to die did yeah. not die due to the Spanish It actually saved some lives it that otherwise did. wouldn't have. Oddly. And the other part about this is you have to put it in context of the time. The time was extraordinarily violent. I mean, every law allowed for the it was legal to do terrible torture. And, you know, this is the you know, you're thinking of uh, uh, all the, the medieval torture that you you think of was utilized in this time period. People were killing each other all over the place all mm -hmm. the time. The church at, in that context of that time period was the one holding back from violence in comparison. Now, in comparison to us today, they look like completely, you know, you know, maniacs, maniacs and, 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 and psycho psychotic killers. Mm -hmm. uh, and of course, you know, look, killing people, we all can come to the point of thou shalt not. There's something about murder in the Bible that we should all look at. However, you know, when you look at it, they were the church was pulling, attempting to largely pull people away from uh, violence as compared to their time. They were the less violent of the organizations there. Mm. Is extremist Islam the less, the, le the less violent? No. In context of their time, ISIS is much worse than everyone else. Mm -hmm. And it's like you can't take, it, it, it's improper to look back at the context of these things and, and, and try to assign our current um, understanding of the way violence should be used. It's changed a lot over uh, over time. Yeah. And it's interesting that even leftists like Andrea Mitchell have come to that conclusion. Yeah, it's Joe different. Scarborough mm -hmm. on MSNBC. Some of the MSNBC hosts are thinking, come on, man, yeah. you can't you can't go back to the Crusades. Triple eight seven two seven back more Pat and Stu coming up. Beck, it's Pat and Stu reunited. And it feels so good. Reunited because, well, we understood. There's one perfect thing. Honey, this one is it. I don't, I don't agree with any of that. A little, a little more lukewarm on the situation. I don't believe that. Not for a second. You can go ahead and try to deny it all you nah, want. You're, you're adorable. Uh, we all you know. know. We, we all know. You know. Uh, looks like uh, Brian Williams suspended himself, took himself off the air. Yeah. And they think he's going to be back Thursday. Woo! You missed three days? Ouch! No way. Do they really think he's going to be back Thursday? That's what I heard. 
Mm. That's what I heard. Well, because it was interesting. Uh, Politico had a an insight on apparently uh, the behind the scenes, what their strategy was. Oh. And it was essentially wait and see what the hell happens. And yeah. I'm reading this story, and it's like, you know, one of the big tests of this is they're going to see what the climate is to find out if he can make this big appearance on Letterman. And maybe that's his place to talk about this for the first time. 20 minutes later, it was canceled. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like whatever, they, whatever part of that theory they were basing on the Letterman thing, apparently not, not that successful. I, I don't know. I mean, like here, here's his, uh, here's his statement. In the midst of a career spent covering and consuming news, it has co- become painfully apparent to me that I am presently too much of part of the news due to my actions as managing editor of NBC Nightly News. I have decided to take myself off the daily broadcast for the next several days. Lester Holt has kindly agreed to sit in. Uh, for me and to allow us to adequately deal with this issue. Upon my return, I will continue my career-long effort to be worthy of the trust of those who placed their trust in no us. Way. That trust is gone. I, I think it is. I think yes. he's really hurt himself trust here. Is gone. And uh, how do you trust a guy who's, who claims to have been shot down by an RPG? It did not happen. It happened an hour ahead of him. And first he claimed, okay, he was right behind the, the, one, the one that got hit, right? And then over time, he became... The guy inside the one that was hit, um, and then and then when he got caught on that, he's then okay. I was I was right behind him. You're right behind him by an hour. You were nowhere in that convoy at all. And then so you start looking at some of his other comments, like seeing the dead body float down the French Quarter, which was completely dry. So that probably didn't happen. Uh, it's incredible when you look out your hotel window and see a dead body floating by. Well, yeah, it's really incredible when there's no water to float on. That's really incredible. Was he floating uh, in the air? Could have been the pool. Could have been the pool. Neighbor, could have been the pool. A neighboring pool. Uh, and then and then to claim he had dysentery when everybody said, yeah, we didn't treat any cases. But, you know, maybe he went untreated. But how do you know it's dysentery? If you got or, a little diarrhea, just, yeah. it could be anything. Could have had his stomach issues and yeah. misdiagnosed himself or something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, part of me... Part of me doesn't understand this because, look, this. What do these news people do? They get on TV and lie about everything all the time. True. I mean, does anybody believe these people anyway? And to act as if all of a sudden this one thing that he said about an attack, which, by the way, to me was probably one of the better things he's done. I mean, when you look at his career, I mean, no, you know, I'm no personal it's, knock on the guy, but he's gone out there and he's done all sorts of news that that I think is misleading mm-hmm. to uh, close to a lie. And the one time we're going to bust him is a time he's actually kind of just praising the troops. <laughs> it's like to yeah. me, this might be the best broadcast he's ever done. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, it's it's weird, and I understand it. Uh, part of me doesn't understand the way people handle these sorts of things. It's like, look. Does this audience even freaking care? If you put him back on the on the TV today, you put him back on today, what would his ratings do? Drop one percent, maybe? I think they'd go up. Yeah, they'd, they'd probably go up, go up for go up a while. Everybody wants to know what yeah. he's going to say about it. And then you just you, you go on for a while, just power through it and let the market decide. Yeah. The guy's number one. You know, sure there would be some people, but like we, I wasn't watching him anyway. Am I pissed right. off about him lying? Yeah, but I always thought he was lying. Yeah. I, I don't even know. Like, if you're NBC News, you employ Al Sharpton. You're, you put mm. Al Sharpton on TV Chris every night. You don't have any. Why would on earth would you fire anyone for lying? Right. You, you, <laughs> you have Al Sharpton and Chris Matthews on the air every single day, whose mm-hmm. entire career has been built on gigantic lie after gigantic you, lie. You may have convinced me. If nothing else, I think you should you should it's start simulcasting them on MSNBC. You may have convinced me. Yeah. I, I thought it's he true. should just go away, but I believe Stu, you may have convinced me he needs to come back. <laughs> 
Yeah, I just, just call, come back to power that. through the thing. The other part of this is that Hillary Clinton did exactly the same thing. And Joe yeah. Biden. And Joe Biden. And nothing ever happened of it. Nobody no. cared about them. They didn't did take they a ever, leave of did absence. They ever, did they ever they come out no and flack. say that that was true, though? What was true? Did Joe and Hillary ever? They both admitted that. Yeah, they both admitted okay. that, that they lied. Uh, it's the same story yeah. in more important people, in, in much more important positions, and they got away with it just fine. Yeah, and the it same people that them not at all. Yeah, and you'll have people that, that bitch about this Brian Williams thing and will come complete past to Hillary Clinton. Yeah, uh, you know, you know that's going to happen. Oh yeah. Did you hear that? By the way, that, that there was an accusation that Reagan did had one of these too. No. Um, I'm gonna have to look this up in the break. It was. Uh, they got to do that, don't don't they? Yeah, they because, have to say yeah. because well, Reagan these are all it. left people, so they got to find somebody somewhere who's done something similar. I was gonna try to because I was interested to see like, Reagan did it. How I have to get the quote because I, I'm interested to see like someone you know like Jeffy who was you know 80, 90 years old at the time if he would mm -hmm. remember how that went down and what the truth of it was because I'd never heard it before. You remember back in your youth back then and when you were 80? <laughs> it was a long Listen, time ago. But you start bringing up Ronald Reagan, you start uh -huh. bringing up things I don't like to talk about. Like what? Back <laughs> like what? Like okay. what? What? I mean, there was an eight-year period two of words time like where... Fury, okay? <laughs> so, that's all I'm saying. This I is... thought you didn't like to talk about I don't. It. I don't, but you kept pushing me. You keep pushing me. No, we we're, we're talking is, about Ronald Reagan, who had an eight-year reign. <laughs> the sad thing is, Jeffy has the same level of, of credibility as the guy who hosts the NBC Nightly News. And the saddest part about that is for Jeffy, uh, we're learning. Uh, it's actually that bad. We'll, we'll find this in the break. Come back on the other side, and we'll get yeah. this a little bit and, right. uh, and, and more. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Beck is the phone number. Back with more in a second. Uh, a little bit longer. I see a little bit. Oh, yeah. oh, you got it? Pretty you bad. got it? All right. We, we're going to tell you what it is. I mean, coming up. And coming up in a minute here on the program. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning, Good morning Tom. For a morning show. Patents 2 show, 888-727-BECK, 888-727-BECK. Uh, one more claim from Brian Williams that we've got to show you because it's, it's kind of impressive. Uh, something that he said back in November of 2007. Check this out. Which trip or story that you covered um, has had the biggest impact on your life? I think that is... You know, I, that makes me, it gets me to thinking. I, I've 60s. been very, very lucky the way my life has turned out. I've been very lucky to have survived a few things that I've been involved in. At a reception a few minutes ago, I, I was I remembering right. something I tend to forget, the war with Hezbollah in Israel a few years back, where mm -hmm. there were Katusha rockets passing just underneath the helicopter I was riding in. Oh my. A few <gasps> years before that, you go back to Iraq, and I look down the tube of an RPG that had been fired at us and it hit the chopper in front of ours. Um, wow. And I'm so fortunate to be sitting here. Guy looked but right I think down of the all the stories in the past few years. That's how close he was. I that think he made the story was Yeah, that was pretty close. Uh, no, because, because I was there for it. <laughs> because down the night before. Well, he was said not was close true. enough to look down the tube of the RPG. No, he said he looked down the tube that had been shot at the helicopter. Not all the people I was with lived. It was an hour in front of it. There was no tube to see. It was an hour in front of it. So on the newscast, when he reported that, he looked at it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So Maybe. wait. So tell us the Reagan thing. Do we have the Reagan update? The first thing that pops up for Ronald was that he uh, 
spent WW World War II in Hollywood, but he told the Israeli prime minister uh, he was at the uh, liberation of Nazi death camps. Yeah. That's the first thing. And then and, there's and, a list and, and of some I guess some the truth of that was that he was a film editor and looked at a bunch of film of, of the Nazi death camp liberation. Oh, from that viewpoint, I've been there, too. <laughs> yeah, we've all kind of been there. <laughs> I've been there. I, don't I was like there. It. Yeah, so. Although the president of the United States currently also has made very similar mistakes uh, yeah. to that. Well, his uncle uh, was flag one, of the, coffin, I know that. one of the first. Uh, his father's flag drake coffin, but his uncle was actually one of the soldiers who liber right. liberated Auschwitz. So he must have fought for the Red Army, which kind of makes sense when you mm -hmm. think yeah. about it. I actually kind of just believe that one. <laughs> I, do. <laughs> I do too, yeah. yeah. Okay, you're fighting for the Soviets, yeah. Okay. Okay. I believe that, mm -hmm. yeah. The so good was thing, there more? Well, the good thing about the Brian Williams uh, case now, though, that NBC is investigating itself. They're investigating the whole Brian Williams case. Oh, well, thing, then so. that's fixed. Because now you're talking NBC's talk parent company, which is Comcast, which is all about customer service, so they're going to get right well, to the bottom of this. I think maybe right to the if you're going to get the managing editor of NBC News to investigate this, that's, that's I think, plenty. And, that's of course, plenty. that Thank is you. Brian Williams. <laughs> so so, truth's so come essentially, out. he's investigating himself. Yeah, but yeah. In, Still. A, in a good way. In a, in a really good way. Mm -hmm. Now, one disturbing story we have heard, and I don't know all the details on this, so I don't know. Should we even bring it up at the Chris Kyle thing? Uh, oh, um, yeah. So it's the one when they've included in a lot of these articles saying yeah. that... Chris Kyle, in, in the book, and again, I, I watched the movie. We talked to Chris Kyle, obviously, before he was tragically killed. Um, but... Yes? Is that your... Oh, That's it's my chair. chair. I'm like, what is, that, is someone killing a cat? <laughs> <laughs> I thought the same thing. <laughs> Sounds like a cat just... Sorry, our budget is about $11, apparently. Yeah, we don't, we don't have chairs are money for going to be squeaky. That's what's going to happen. Um, so, uh, apparently, in Chris's book... <laughs> It says something about him shooting 30 supposed uh, armed looters yeah. um, in the Katrina thing from a perch at the Superdome, which is something I had never heard before. Um, I hadn't heard it either. You know, I, I don't have any I don't remember hearing that story at the time. No, um, and, but and it, in the story that I read on it, they claimed it, there's no evidence of that. However, if it happened, you know, you could see where they might clean it up. And not let people know. Right. I wish we knew that one before we talked to the we talked to his co-author who wrote the book. Uh, you know, wrote the book with him. Was there with Chris uh, getting these stories, yeah. and I would love to have asked him love about that. To know one. about that. I mean, I don't know if I, you know. I don't. Again, like you think you'd know if thirty people were shot. Although I guess when eighteen hundred people die uh, in an incident, uh, maybe you don't. Yeah. Um, but you know, I don't know. I don't know if that one's. Uh, I haven't heard anything about that outside of his book. If that's a, if he's acting in an unofficial capacity of course it's illegal to do that right uh, yeah and if he's acting in an official capacity uh, you're talking posse comitatus right you're talking about military personnel against our, the citizenry here which is uh, a problem is and this? should not happen mm -hmm. so if it did happen yeah they'd want to they'd want to uh, clean that up and and cover it up i'm sure mm, interesting i would have to get uh, i'll have to get more information on that that particular one. I mean, yeah. I don't know. To me, if I'm Brian Williams, I'm just I'm just powering through it. <laughs> Come back on the next day, eh, you're done. Remember the lady I was talking about? I was trying to think of some of these uh, apologies. It's going like, to go away in a week and a half. Remember the lady who was on CNN? She's on CNN. She's cracking up at the fact that a woman was beaten up by a man. And it was because it was Sarah Palin's uh, daughter. 
Remember this? Mm -hmm. And she's on there cracking. This is the greatest audio you're going to hear oh, all yeah. day. Oh, this yeah. This is hilarious. Yeah. She, like, I think right. apologized on Facebook or something, and it was mm -hmm. just over. <laughs> like, I, I think nowadays well, there's going to become this time where you get past this feeling of, like, oh, my God, the social networks are after me. You just need to get over that and power through it, say what you want to say, and then move on with your life. <laughs> if the market freaking decides later on, six months down the road, you're going to get fired, well, then that's going to happen. As soon as it stops mm -hmm. trending, you're good. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be another story. If Brian Williams doesn't, like, if, you know, it's the same thing with Imus at the time. If at the time they were just like, you know what, look, the guy didn't do anything. He made one joke that was a little questionable. Let's just move on with our lives and, and, and just... And if, if, if NBC actually supported him and, and, and didn't try to cut him off in the middle of his children's charity uh, fund drive, mm -hmm. it just would have been over. Mm -hmm. It just would have been over. It's over now. He's on Fox Business now. He's been doing well for a long time. It's over. You know, unless you really do something terrible. And in this one, like, yeah, did he, is he telling the truth? No, he's, he's, he's lying. He's probably making more than even just, like, lying. He's trying to make himself, he's trying to improve the drama of himself, right? Yeah. The drama of his personal brand. He's, he's out there, you know, exaggerating and, and, and making the news a little bit more salacious. Whoa, there's a new concept in this freaking country. You I know. know, I, I mean, I, I don't even know that it's notable. I'm getting to the point now. It's like, ah, I, I'm getting on Brian Williams' side. Just come back. <laughs> <laughs> I would say start making up more stories. Make the news more interesting. Why not? You're already lying every night anyway. I can't take come credit out. for being a reporter inside the war zone, but I was there. Yeah, mm -hmm. I would just be like, mm -hmm. you know what? Uh, sorry tonight, uh, there was a uh, Trayvon Martin uh, was uh, killed yesterday, and uh, I was there. I saw the whole thing happen. <laughs> Uh, and you know what? I I think it was George Zimmerman was completely guilty. Back with more in a minute. I didn't think he'd start doing that. Who cares? At this point, the the value of the news we're getting from these major networks anyway, particularly NBC, is so horrific anyway. You might as well just make it freaking entertaining. Just go for it. <laughs> and really, isn't that what they've done yeah. with Matthews and Sharpton? And I mean, it's it's entertaining just to watch them screw up all yeah. the time. Yeah. Yeah. You've already given up. So you might as well just embrace it. Might as well. You know, it's like Jeffy. NB Look at him. He's giving up. He's he's giving sucks. up. He's got to be this this horrible he's... creature. Just know. embrace it. You know what I mean? Like, don't act right. like you're gonna. Right. At any point, anyone's gonna like, like you. Like he has whatever. any value? Because no. no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. So, you know, just move on with move your life. Triple eight seven two seven back. Welcome to it. Uh, kind of interesting. Uh, Van Jones hasn't been really. I, I can't remember the last clip of audio or video we played from Van Jones. Can you? It's been a while. No, and he's been doing a, what, a nightly television show, right? Isn't he on CNN every night? He was. I don't know if that show's still on. <laughs> was it Crossfire? Made a big impact. Yeah. To Is us. that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was on with uh, uh, SE, right? SE Cut. That's correct. Uh, he, but, I mean, that was a, I don't know if that show's on particular, but he's still a, a correspondent or contributor yeah. to them, you know, pretty often. You know, I mean, but it just, you know, it hasn't risen to the level of, uh, 
I guess, uh, impact. Yeah. No, it, it, he has not. Uh, and yesterday he was on ABC's uh, Snuffleupagus uh, show, I guess. And uh, he made an astute observation. And uh, here he is. Democrats should be very worried about this Republican primary. This is going to be the greatest show on earth. They are beginning to look like the Rainbow Coalition. You, got, you may have a field where you have two uh, Latinos, uh, Cruz and Rubio. You could have an Asian, uh, Jindal. You could have a woman, Carly Fiorina. You could have a black guy, Herman Cain, plus real... Ben Carson. Super, ben Carson. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, Ben Carson. <laughs> uh, that's it, Ben Cain. Uh, 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 you could have real superstars also, in addition, and suddenly you've got a very riveting primary on their side, yep. nothing on our side. I think Democrats should be very worried about that. <laughs> To our show last week, yeah, yeah, yeah. we made that very observation, and then on Sunday he's on talking about the exact thing we talked about. No, Van would, no, he's listening no, he to our would. show. Absolutely. He got that from us. Yeah, all right. I, I think mean, he got it from us. Absolutely, maybe because we did that poll, and in the top ten, all of those yeah. people, and we all were, those people, we specifically talked about that. Yeah, <laughs> and look, I, I, you know, he's right. I, I think there's something to be said, too. Um, uh, Republican establishment types try to downplay this because they don't want the competition within the party. But there's something to be said about, A, it makes your candidates stronger if they have to go through a, uh, a sort of a tough primary. You know, when they're, they're, they're used to fighting, they see where people are going to be attacking them from. They're, they know, you know, the, the things that might come out about them or whatever. The other side of it is, too, I mean, it just draws the news coverage. Mm -hmm. People are, uh, if Hillary Clinton is waltzing to 55-point victories in primary after primary after primary, there's not going to be a lot of, I mean, you know, you'll note it, but you'll, the, the news will be with the Republicans, and they will have a lot of people talking about their side of it. Uh -huh. There's something to that, and Hillary Clinton doesn't get tested through that. Now, Hillary is, is the type that she's gone through this enough that I don't know what else to do is going to come out about her. I mean, we... You know what Hillary Clinton is. She obviously wasn't good enough to win last time. Maybe she's improved over the last eight years. I, that based on what seem we've like seen yeah, the book most recently. was no. a disaster. Oh, my gosh. Every time she opened her mouth, it was mm -hmm. something bad. Mm -hmm. uh, we were dead broke coming out of the White House with just $100 million to our name. I mean, how does it feel dead as, broke. How does it feel as somebody like Jeffy? Who hasn't earned a hundred dollars in his entire right. life, at least right. on, on the books? And then he hears the dead broke is a hundred million. Yeah, that had to affect. That had you. to. How did that make you feel? Had to hit you how, hard. And what? How did, did you weep? Did you weep? I'm gonna weep again. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know. I think that's a, a pretty astute uh, observation. It would be astute. Had he not got it from us directly. Well, yeah. So I guess I'm just complimenting ourselves. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's, we're, we're pretty it's obvious what I, was I don't think that's a coincidence, frankly. Uh, also, one of the guys that he talked about, Ben Carson, uh, who says some pretty good things. He, he made a great point about Obama's free community college program. Uh, take a look at this. You know, there are Pell Grants available for poor people to go Thank to community you. college already. They've existed for years, and they're very mm -hmm. effective. For those who are not poor, there's a four-letter mm -hmm. word that works extremely well. It's called W-O-R-K, work, <laughs> and appreciate Boom. What a the education that you're getting. No wonder you know, we don't have to give away everything. That was never the intention. The government is not there to give away everything and to take care of people. It is to facilitate our ability to have life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's it. Oh, my gosh. That's attractive to me. That's, that's, a, that's sure a guy is. who calls out the BS on the other side in a really eloquent way. He doesn't sound like he's a hater. He sounds like he has all the information. That's great stuff right there. 
Which is really, you know, I mean, this is why it's odd that they've tried to now put him on this extremist list on the Southern, Southern Poverty Law Center. The story's up in the blaze now, and you can read it, but it's like, it, of all the people you're going to go after and try to call an extremist, this guy, I know. he's, if anything, not, not animated enough. Right. He's so calm and so, you know, seemingly measured with a lot of the stuff that he says. I mean, you know, look, is he saying something you don't like? Is that your description of extremist? You don't like that he's saying people should go work instead of getting free money from the government? I mean, that's a policy difference. That's not hate. That's just... Did they cite anything extreme he's yeah, ever said? Uh, I'm on uh, uh, theblaze.com now. And uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Let's see. There's a few examples in here. Um, profile includes a list of quotes from Carson's media per, uh, appearances and writings seen by the Southern Poverty Law Center as being anti-gay or for being at the least egregious. Here are a few of those quotes. Quote one, Obamacare is really the worst thing that has happened in this nation since slavery. And in a way, it is slavery. Ooh, oh man, uh, it's, it's obviously out there killing people. Yeah, now, first of <clears> all, <throat> geez, that's uh, the guy, I mean, I know this is obvious if you kind of look at his photo, but he's black. Black, yeah. So if he's hating someone yeah. there, it would be blacks, right? Yeah. So I don't know exactly if you can accuse him of that, but let's... It doesn't seem like it. Then there's, I mean, our government and institutions are very much like Nazi Germany, you know, and dot, dot, dot. You know, you had a government using its tools to intimidate the population. We now live in a society where people are afraid to say what they really believe. Again, maybe it's a little bit... Um, uh, you know, uh, over the top in the way of like, you know, it's something that you could hear Glenn saying in a, a sort of a loosey-goosey sort of way, and maybe a presidential candidate shouldn't say that. I mean, but that's not extremist any, hatred. Anybody on the left can say the oh, word yeah. Nazi and use it in a comparison, right. and they're perfectly it's fine. Perfectly fine. Yeah. They're they're not cited by the Southern Poverty Law Center. No. It's a, okay, so here's the third Ridiculous. one. Ridiculous. What we need to do is come up with something simple. And when I pick up my Bible, you know what I see? I see the first in, uh, individual in the universe, God, and he's given us a system. It's called a tithe. End quote. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't just That's, say that on TV, did I you? Did. Wow. I just let it fly. Oh, you know what? This wow. is the blaze. Gosh. The truth lives here. Um, and then it says, <laughs> it's, it's cited as endorsing a flat tax for all Americans at the White House prayer breakfast, February 7th, 2013. Oh, oh my gosh. Like, that is unbelievable. Uh, and is that really... Uh, Wow. Now, I don't know. Maybe there's something worse that I haven't heard yet from, uh, you know, from uh, Ben Carson. But Did he say this uh, afterwards? Mm -hmm. You're leaving out the rest of his statement. It's called a tithe, and that's why everybody who doesn't pay it should be murdered. I is that there? And, and you just didn't read that part? No. Is that, well, is that what it not. is, mister? Because uh, we'll catch you in that lie. Definitely not there. Mr. Williams? Your apology won't be good enough. Yeah, it sure won't. Mr. Brian Williams. I don't see anything. That's <laughs> unbelievable. It's called a tithe, so you should pay 10%. If 10% is good enough for God, it's good enough for the government. That's what he's saying. I mean, we've said that a million times. Yeah. Of course, we're probably listed with the Southern Poverty Law. <laughs> I wonder if we are on this list. You've got to assume Glenn is at least, right? And, and oh, yeah. David Barton probably still. David Barton at least was at one point. Yeah. Let's see if I can. I'll, I'll look. That's unbelievable. Uh, meanwhile, Ted Cruz is uh, apparently moving around, traveling around, trying to shore up uh, support for 2016, which is very good news for me. Undaunted, undaunted by the entrance of Jeb Bush, as you know, he shouldn't be daunted by the entrance of Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush is nothing like Ted Cruz. So 
shouldn't should not be a problem. Uh, as well as the recent poll showing Scott Walker heading the list of prospective candidates, uh, Ted Cruz traveling to three different locations to shore up his chances of mounting a serious challenge. Uh, he's just scheduled a trip to Germany where he'll participate in an international security conference, along with nine other senators and five House members. said the conference was a unique opportunity to hear perspective of various world leaders. Uh, he announced his intention to go to Munich in a statement. Uh, and then he's going to head to New Hampshire for a March 15th keynote speech. Uh, and then, of course, he's got the Iowa Agricultural Summit. Now, you might, might recognize... Iowa and New Hampshire as the first two presidential uh, primary stops. Munich, not not so much. So I don't know what that has to do with it. I guess just showing that he's got international chops and he can hang with uh, leaders of other nations. Maybe that's why they threw right. that in there. But the New Hampshire and the Iowa stops, I would say, that's a pretty good signal that he's going to run. Yeah, it is. I'm and liking that's that. Why, and that's why Christie went to England, uh, purportedly, right? Although they ended up saying that it was it was just a trade mission, but the original plan, it turned out badly, was to show that he had uh, he could talk to our neighbors and friends around the world. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah, that's the, you know, I mean, yeah. you have to. It's that's the thing. They, I saw a um, conversation with I think Scott Walker recently, and they were asking him uh, about his foreign policy experience because, hey, look, you've you're a governor of a state. That's not what you do. And that is something that the governors always face. He uh, did say, though, he could see Minnesota from his house. He did, yeah, <laughs> he did say that. He did say that. <laughs> not only did he not say that, but also Sarah Palin didn't say that. didn't say anything like that. Uh, well, no, Sarah didn't say anything about Minnesota. No, she didn't. She didn't, she didn't it. even address she it. She should have. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this is something that governors will – Rick Perry will face the same thing as he tries to run. Uh, yeah. Chris Christie, same thing. Jindal, if he decides to run. Um, even people like Ted Cruz, who uh, you know obviously deal with foreign affairs in the Senate. I mean, you know, the governor, you're you're really not dealing with it at all. I mean, maybe you could argue Texas is is dealing with it a little it bit some more. Some trade things because of trade. Sometimes, yeah. But yeah, but there's not much that goes on there, especially as, as when it comes to war. Obviously, not too many states are going at, to war by themselves against other countries. Um, it's, it's fairly rare. Although, if anyone was going to do it, it would be Texas. Idaho so, is at war yeah. right now with Indonesia. Really? Yeah, Idahoan troops have uh, just landed on the shores of, uh, of the islands. Did they ask you to uh, to get involved so. in that mission at all, Jeffy? Uh, Jeffy? <laughs> <laughs> they offered. They offered to bring me bring me up. And, yeah, uh, I bet they did. Because so. it, it's similar to what you went through. It's called Operation Not So Urgent Fury. So it, uh, no, you can I make mean, fun all you want. No, well, I'm not making fun of yours. That's what the, this mission, okay. mission is called. And then because that, yeah. the Indonesian problem is not as urgent, maybe, as the Grenada no. one was. And there was that other Clearly. mission uh, you were involved in as well, which was Operation Bulging Fatty, which is different <laughs> than Urgent Fury completely. Yeah, it was different. That's a lot different. No. It's a lot different. <laughs> <laughs> different... Uh, all together? All together. I mean, it had almost nothing to do with Grenada. Uh, it's a different... <laughs> ah, so glad we're all together again. Anyway. Operation Bulging Fatty. I like that. No, I heard it the first time. I heard it the first time. Like that, that's the I heard it a microphone on. Really, you can hear yeah, Operation no, can Bulging hear yeah. Fatty no, from over right, there? Yeah, you can. Come okay. right out. 
I will be All very right. disappointed in this audience <laughs> if we do not have any uh, <laughs> poster <laughs> well, Operation, Operation Bul Bulging Fatty on the, on the oh, internet. Oh, we will. Don't you worry about Before it. the end of the day. <laughs> you know we will. At you know we'll have 30 of them by uh, about a minute from now. <laughs> All right, uh, let's take, uh, take a break and <laughs> just, just move on. You know something we didn't really uh, deal with much last week when, when I think this broke was Hillary Clinton spending $19.2 million in private jet travel uh, during her primary campaign. That's it. That's all she did. $19 million in 2008? Um, this is why you will never, ever, wow. ever see me donate to any candidate for any reason. <laughs> That's what the money goes to. It's yeah. crap like Look, that. And, and that's not even, it's not even against a candidate. Like, Ted Cruz is going to come out, and if he runs his candidacy, <laughs> he's going to be spending money on things like jets and ads running in New Mexico or something that I never see. And it's like, I just, it just, you know what, I don't know, figure it yeah. out, figure it out with, without my input. I don't want any part of it. Yeah. It's like, think about this. You were, let's say you were a, a big-time uh, bundler for um, what's-her-face Hillary. Mm-hmm. So you, you brought $100,000 of donations in through your donations and gathering others, and you paid for what, one two-hundredth of her jet travel? Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Think about this. In two, so this is the 2008 campaign. So Hillary's spending almost $20 million on jet travel, uh, and she's supposed to be the every-person candidate, right? She's the one who's for the 99%, not the 1%. The guy who's portrayed and painted as an elitist, as in the upper crust, as the one percenter, uh, Mitt Romney in that campaign spent $2.2 million, about, wow. about a tenth of what Hillary spent. That is unbelievable. That is un And Mitt Romney probably paid for most of that himself, yeah. I'll bet. I mean, you know, he didn't have any trouble uh, raising money. He raised a lot of money. But I, I, he spent some out of his own pocket, too. The guy's got a lot of money, and he spent some of it uh, on the campaign. And if you're spending your own money on your own campaign, that's nobody's business how you're spending it. You can do what you want, right? I mean, uh, I, I don't understand how she gets no flack for spending almost $20 million on private jets when all of these, and, you know, Obama's the same story, too. Because he's supposed to be about all about the middle class and the poor, and he's about the everyman. And then they live these extravagant lifestyles and spend money on things that people can't even comprehend, and they get no, no flack for it, no feedback at all. Just, it's really amazing. It is, and it, it, there's just no repercussions to when they screw up. I mean, we talk about this with the climate change thing all the time. Yeah, and not yeah. to mention... What are you contributing to climate change if you believe mm -hmm. so much that the world is in peril? Remember, Obama said it was a bigger problem than ISIS. Yeah, way bigger than terrorism. Sorry, ISIL. Um, yeah, it, with the biggest uh, challenge we face mm -hmm. uh, going forward is climate change, which is done. Stupid. You know, look, you, you can come out with me, all these studies, and, you know, we've, we've looked, talked about them and debunked them. Um, but, I mean, the idea that climate change has done anything significant so far is, is stupid. We've talked about this mm -hmm. a thousand times. There are some, you know, scientists that believe out in the future there are things that are, that are going on. The rest of it is just, you know, you're manip like they're saying, you know, oh, coal kills nine billion people a day. It's like, no, no, it doesn't. People die mining coal. 
that happens. You know, <laughs> uh, they do die. Yeah, it's, if you're in the if you're in the coal mine and you're breathing yeah. coal dust right. uh, yeah, it's, every it's day tragic. for mm -hmm. 30 years, it's possible something negative may happen to yeah. you. Yeah, and we don't even know. Uh, how I'm going to give you that. Right? Yeah, that's possible. I'm going to give you that. Yeah. Um, and or you get crushed by a collapsing mine. I'm going to give you that too. Be, yeah, mm -hmm. if the mine falls in on your head, mm -hmm. you're probably not feeling that good. Yeah, I would afterwards agree. as a result. So. Um, and now we don't even know how big the we really don't even know how big the problem is if there's a problem with global warming because of all the weird ways they're playing with the data. Um, this is a, it's a great story. This is a really interesting story, um, and they've mm. talked about in adjustments to temperature because you think. When you hear the term average global temperature, okay, what are you doing? You're taking all the temperature uh, measurement uh, locations, you're averaging them, you're coming up with it. But, mm -hmm. And when you think about it logically, it, it, it's not possible, right? You can't, yeah, you don't it's have... It's stupid to do an average global temperature. It's, it's not even really a thing, first yeah. of all. But do you the, know there's four temperature zones. There's four climate uh, zones between Dallas and Houston. Four seasons. Oh, there we go. Between the, between, I'm just saying that, what do you mean here we what go? What are you talking about? What are you go talking ahead. about? Go ahead. Do <laughs> more lies about? like the earth isn't going to explode. Go ahead. So to even average Houston and Dallas is a stupid thing to do. They're in different regions. Houston is subtropical. Dallas certainly isn't. No way. Right? I mean, try to grow a palm tree in Dallas. You're going to have a heck of a time. It's going to die because every winter we do have a freeze. Whereas in Houston, which is further south, uh, they have a freeze every few years maybe. Yeah. Right. And you just go out and cover your plant, and it'll be fine. Um, but so then to take, think of that, and we're four hours away from, from the, between Dallas and Houston. There's four hours. Think of that on a global scale when you're taking a, uh, an average global temp. You can't do that. No, you can't, you can't do, do I mean, that. The, the, how, would you, how would you do it? Like if you wanted to come up with the average salary of, of this show, you would take all three of our uh, salaries, and mm -hmm. obviously Jeffy's very close to zero, but you'd still mm -hmm. factor that in, mm -hmm. and then you'd divide it by three. Right. That's what you do to come up with the average. You can't do that with the with the. We don't have do it. every mile uh, in a grid formation across the Earth. There is not a, a thermometer. There's, that's not the way. And and, and and a thermometer in the ideal uh, situation with no effect from things surrounding it, like as we've seen with photos of, of of legitimately temperature, you know, thermometer temperature stations over grills. Like there's a grill here. <laughs> And there's a temperature <laughs> measuring location here. And there's fire licking up at the thermostat. It's that bad. What but, they would do if, if I'm so close to zero, what would happen since I'm so close to zero, mm -hmm. as you, you know, or mm -hmm. keep saying yes. and reminding yes. me. Even about, outside of salary, I just say you're no. a giant zero. Yeah, yeah I know. I, I, remember but that? Anyway. Remember? Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. okay. I do, actually. But, yeah. uh, they would say, oh, well, that's the average, so we've got to bump your guys up a little bit because he's so close to zero. That's right. not right. Right. Well, yeah, there you go. Because that's the thing. It's like yeah. to get that, uh, there's a little art to it. Even people who do it, and I think, in a completely trustworthy way, there's a little art to it because you can't know it. It's a stupid thing to obsess about because it's not something we can actually measure. Well, when you've you said it before. That's probably why it's a better system to do the satellite temperatures. Yeah. And, and the satellites because are better. don't they mm -hmm. uh, actually... Uh, take the temperature of the air, the air temperature. Uh, yeah, they, well, and so the placement the of like a thermostat right. is, doesn't factor in as much, right? Yeah. You don't have it like on asphalt, or you don't have it above a grill. Right, exactly. Yeah. You, you eliminate that sort of bias out of it. However, it can't be in all the perfect places at the same time. It's still a physical thing going around the world. Yeah, there so are, it's still so a difficult thing, too. There's still some art to it. Yeah. But that's the thing is, what, what they're finding in this report, and this is from the Telegraph, but it's, it's, we've seen this multiple times, is that all of the art 
in, included in this always increases the temperatures. There's never art that decreases the temperatures. There's never art that says, you know what, maybe we're being a little bit too alarmist. It's mm -hmm. always the opposite way. And now they're able to look into this. If they would release all this data um, for everyone to look at, including the climate modelers, you'd find all sorts of crazy stuff going on. They usually won't do that because they don't want people looking at it. Um, when they have, people have uh, found major errors in their in this. And this is the stuff that's, this is not stupid, hey, Al Gore's an, a moron sort of talk. This is stuff that's driving trillions of future dollars in GDP. We're talking about people who, you know, the, the, the lifestyle of millions of people across the globe, and maybe billions, based on the decisions made off of these things. And if we don't get them right, I mean, you know. God only knows how far off you go. Kind of interesting because uh, some of the examples of the adjustments we're talking about uh, they were exposed in 2007 by statistician Steve McIntyre when he discovered a paper published in 1987 by James Hansen, who is the NASA scientist who, who is uh, a big, one of the big scammers in this, um, for many years ran a, an original graph that showed temperatures in the Arctic as having been much higher around 1940 than at any time since. So the temperatures in the Arctic were higher in 1940 than they are now. But they went back in and they readjusted so that the temperatures now are higher than they were in 1940. Now, why? Based on what? Mm -hmm. How did you come to that conclusion? Uh, if, you, if you go to the uh, archaeological records of the Arctic, you'll find evidence of palm trees in the Arctic. So it must have been a little bit warmer at some point in Earth's history than it is now in order to have, because I don't know if you know this, a palm tree wouldn't survive in the Arctic now. wouldn't survive in Dallas, so it certainly wouldn't survive in the Arctic. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's uh, palm trees near where I live, and they have to wrap them. They wrap yeah, them like they put to. sweaters on them. Yeah. Essentially. And they put these giant and you have to go out and burlap give them sweaters. Yeah, you do have to. You have to tell them you love them. Give them, tell them you love them. Give them a little encouragement. Yeah. You know? And you mm -hmm. can see, I mean, you see when... when when parental figures don't do that, you see how they That's turn Jeffy. out. You know, they turn out like not a palm yeah. tree. No, no, you're, you're, you're much worse. <laughs> no, you're, you know, you're the best. You're I mean, the best. you're the best. We love you. Uh, also, uh, another another little fact, uh, which is kind of good, is that um, apparently th there was a stretch of the Arctic where ice is affected by warmer water brought in by cyclical shifts in a major Atlantic current. Uh, this last peaked at uh, the same time as 75 years ago when Arctic ice retreated even further than it's done recently. So they're determining now that the ice melt that does happen, and it's nowhere near the apocalyptic uh, scale that they're predicting, mm -hmm. yeah. is not, it's not from warmer temperatures. It's from water, which I don't know if you notice this, but when water hits ice, a lot of times the ice will melt. Um, I, really? Yeah. I've never. I've never. Yeah, a lot of that. times it's happened before. I don't think that's their science. It's happened before. That. Like, take a glass, mm -hmm. put some ice in it, mm -hmm. and then pour water over it. Okay. And then give it two hours. See what happens to the ice. Okay. I mean, I. I Not, don't think. I don't think yeah. you can do any of those things. Okay. Uh, so, right. I mean, what I know is that if mm -hmm. if all of the glaciers melt mm -hmm. in the entire globe, 
We're going to be in some trouble. <laughs> um, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. And you might be right. Thank God someone has finally like, taken on. Toronto will be underwater. Right. Well, we actually have some f pictures here of what U.S. Yeah. cities would look like. That's fantastic. If this happens, because it could happen at any time. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and this. here is a here is a map of uh, New is this, York. Is this today? Mm -hmm. Is this today in New York? Is it a good thing we got out? No, no. Well, it's not today. No, it's, it's what could would be, happen um, if, if, if the sea levels rose 260 feet. Um, now, <laughs> Is I will that say, true? Yes. 260 now, feet? Yes. Now, Why would the sea level rise? 260 feet? Well, if all feet. the glaciers melted. Now, uh, okay. uh, now I will say this. Right. To show you how bad this is, Al Gore... Remember he did these flooding maps for in yeah. Inconvenient yeah. Truth, and they yeah. were largely dispelled. Why? Because he was saying... What he was saying could happen, uh, would happen was only in uh, government documentation, or IPCC in this particular case, uh, the UN uh, Climate Group, where he says that the consensus comes from, mm -hmm. that group said it could happen in multiple millennia with no changes. So if we went thousands of years with no innovations, then okay, it could potentially happen. That rise was only 20 feet. Are you kooky so, enough to believe there could be innovation in the next couple of millennia? Couple, couple of millennia. I was thinking something might happen <laughs> that we'd be able to predict. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. So, <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think it's possible. <laughs> Maybe not likely. I, you know. Uh, it's not likely. No. It's not going to happen. There's no. not going to be any innovation. So, but, but Gore's ridiculous thing that was disproved mm -hmm. was one thirteenth of this. His Gore's is only 20 feet. This is 260 feet. It's not just part of Greenland melting, which is unlikely that Gore was doing. It's the all glaciers in the entire planet melting. Oh, and here's Los Angeles Bay. Here's what it would look like if Los the Angeles. ocean raises mm -hmm. uh, 200 feet, 260 feet. Mm -hmm. A whole a whole metropolitan area. We're screwed. Is uh, underwater. That's a lot of people dying right there. Yeah. What else That's do we have uh, other than uh, oh, look at this. Oh, the Seattle. islands of Seattle. See, mm. they're going to call it the islands of Seattle because. Almost everything will be underwater. Yeah, except for like the mountain peaks. Yep, that's it. You're just gonna have you're just gonna have to live on the so, top of. A, and there's uh, London Bay. London Bay. Oh, boy. oh my gosh, oh it's my not even God. there anymore, Pat. It's Good not even God. there anymore. Is all of Europe gone? That pretty much. Uh, here is San Diego Sea, which oh, actually a lot of dead people there. Looks really nice. Look at where the homes <laughs> used to be. Yeah. Uh, although that we should oh, point man. out at that point in, in in San Diego, it would be 600 degrees. There's the Mon Montreal Archipelago. Well, yeah, Galley. that yeah. is not pleasant. Yeah. That's hey. not pleasant. All right, uh, so <laughs> I like it. I like the uh, little flavor there. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. I think um, you know, this is the sort of nonsense. I mean, they said Al Gore was shown to be ridiculous, and they said, "Oh yeah, well At let's show you feet. thirteen times <laughs> the ridiculousness." This is how desperate they are, and I guess that's a good sign. I mean, they, yeah. they really are completely desperate on this. Throwing two hundred sixty foot sea level rise at the wall and seeing if it will stick is not the act of someone who has science on their side. And when is this supposed to happen? Uh, tomorrow. Okay. By three p.m. I'd be so, moving, yeah, I'd not be the moving out of might Montreal. Be, it might be a little bit later in the afternoon. Yeah, it could be four thirty. Please leave San Diego right now. Mm -hmm. Please. That's why we moved to Dallas, because we were inland. Yeah. It's going to be all waterfront property when the oh, real global Houston, war. Oh, Houston, my gosh. Everybody in Houston I know is dead tomorrow. They, you know they're dead, but not so, now. But not now, but tomorrow. You, know. you better get out. You call them. You better get out. Man, I get around to them. I
It's tax season. I noticed we just got a uh, notification in our email that uh, our W-2s are, are available, and maybe you're getting the same kind of notification at your place of work. Um, so uh, it's time to file taxes. I'm not, I'm not going to do it this year. Not going to do it? Um, you know what? Are you I, listening to Irwin Schiff this year? Yeah, he this year. says that you don't have to. Did you, don't you know have to file. that they didn't put a period after one of the states that, that amended? Mm-hmm. That, door, just yeah. trust me on this. Don't pay them. They didn't fully... They didn't fully ratify. They didn't ratify any of these, these things. amendments. Uh, and, and Wesley Snipes was telling me yeah. that if you just <laughs> um, if you just tell you them to, you don't have to file. You need to tell them. Just, look, I will, I don't want to. I don't want. I don't want. I don't have to. If you say I don't want to, mm-hmm. but if you include the T, then then you can get charged. But if you say if I don't I don't want to, then they can't charge you. Because you're a hillbilly at that point, and hillbillies don't have to pay. Or. Something There's like something that. like that. I, I don't Jeffrey? know. I'm not sure of that. How do you get away with your illegal uh, earnings? Let's see, what's the way you handle those? I don't necessarily want to talk about it. Okay. Uh, uh, I but guess. you do admit you have illegal earnings that you don't report. Hello? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His microphone's apparently not working. Oh, okay. Right Darn it. Erwin uh, Schiff says, you just, don't, you just don't file. What? And I'm like, okay, well... You had him on, didn't you? Yes, I had back him on a few times back in the day mm-hmm. in, uh, in Houston. And he was great. I mean, he's totally convincing yeah, on that. Yeah, you buy it 100%. He, he can make a compelling case. You think, really, is there something? Yep. Like, but, I, but I wound up the thing. Well, Erwin, you show me this. And, uh, and when it works, I, I'm, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look into it. <laughs> it works so well, he wound up in San Quentin or someplace. Yeah, uh, well, they don't want people to know that it works. No. Is he still so in prison or is he yeah, gotten so out? I, he is. I think he still is in prison. Uh, so he's he's an he's an older gentleman. Yeah, uh, don't try this at home. Please. No, do not. Uh, it's not paid off for anyone. This is here's what happens when you just don't file your taxes. Okay, so you don't listen to the Irwin shifts of the world. At first, nothing. So maybe he's right. Uh, every time a person gets a W two. 1099 or other tax form, the IRS gets a copy and its computers analyze them to see who's failed to file. If uh, you're owed a refund, the IRS doesn't care if you don't file. Of course they don't, because they don't want to give you back the money, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're owed money, they're going to be fine if you don't file. Um, after three years, though, you no longer have a right to your refund. So just keep that in mind. The system does flag taxpayers when it's clear that they do owe money, but even that could take the agency a few years to act on. But what I wouldn't do is not file and then just think you're in the clear because you haven't heard from them for a year or so. Because <laughs> that doesn't work very well. And then when they come knocking on your door, they say, uh, Mr. Fisher, we haven't seen your files. God, for... I hate those bastards so much. Can we come in, please? We'd like to talk to you about not filing for the last 17 years. Like to see some records? Yeah, Mr. Jeff. Fisher died. <laughs> Mr. Fisher died. He's not here. Are you having horrible flashbacks uh, uh, right now, Jeffy, from the knocks on the door that you're used to from authorities? Yeah, I mean, I, I, listen, from those authorities, I'm happy when they knock. By the way, Irwin is a due. He, first of all, he's in jail right here in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, is he really? Yeah, he is at the wow. uh, Federal Correction Institution in Fort Worth, Texas. We should go visit him. Yes. Hey, remember I told you about this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'll appreciate that quite a bit. That'd be fantastic. Uh, he was born in 1928, so, uh, wow. so he is now uh, in, his, in his 80s. Wow. Um, he was, uh, his projected release date, however, uh, July 26, 2017. So he's getting close. He might get out. Oh, we have to go see him. How freaking long has that guy been in 13, prison? 13 years. 
Now again, the average years. the average um, God, God. jail term served for a child molester right. convicted less is than that, two right? and a half years. Two, two and a half. So, I mean, I, look as much as I think Irwin is off base with this particular argument, uh, thirteen years is probably a tad excessive. Uh, yeah, um, nobody's talked about that. That's seriously well injustice. because there's so many other examples of people who, you know, barely did. Wow. I mean, there, we were talking about the lady who was um, something that I've completely feared because I lived in Pennsylvania one block away from a river that separates Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And if I had a gun, my gun with me in Pennsylvania is completely fine. If I cross the bridge that I cross 500 times a week to get to, you know, to, get to the train right. station and back, with it would gun. be, yeah, with my gun by mistake, like if I left it in there after bringing it to the range or whatever, it would have been a, a, a huge problem mm -hmm. and I could have gone to jail for multiple years. Well, this happened to a woman in, uh, in New Jersey fairly recently and she's on a hook for multiple years in prison. Wow. And we have actual people who are convicted of molesting children that get in there and get out. The worst part years. of that story, though, is because she told the truth. They were, if she hadn't yeah. said anything, she would have been fine. Yep. I mean, she told the officer, um, look, I, I, I got a, a concealed carry, I got a gun in my car. Mm. Shouldn't have said it. Yeah. Um, so mm. this says that initially you probably won't go to jail. Going to prison for tax fraud, which is how the IRS uh, classifies not filing, is is pretty rare. Um, after all, if you do go to jail, you can't work, which means the IRS can't seize money from you uh, and your paycheck. Mm -hmm. But they didn't apparently take that into consideration with Irwin Schiff, who's been in prison for 13 years. That is astounding to me. Jeez. Well, they figured that he his work was actually making them less money, right? His work was telling yeah. people not to pay them. So. True. Uh, and then, of course, you're going to get a lot of paperwork to do. Uh, you'll owe so much more than you thought. If you owe the government money, you'll have to pay it, plus interest and fines. That's where they really get you. The interest and fines yeah. add up really, really quickly. It does, yeah. It if does. you owe money and don't file, the IRS charges a penalty of up to 25% of what you owe, and it can charge an additional 25% for pay failing to pay your bill on time. 75% penalty is reserved for egregiously fraudulent returns. Yeah. Well, that's why you put zero as a, on your income. You just put zero no matter how much you've made, and then they can't do anything. Yeah, but they because they're not talking too. about income. They're talking about corporate profit. You say, I don't have any corporate profit. And I'm just reading through the Irwin Schiff argument here. Oh, my gosh. Really? So, um, yeah. So <laughs> another argument made by Schiff is on the Form 1040 itself, you report zero income regardless of how much income you've received in wages, commissions, interest, alimony, capital gains, or from operating a business. For tax purposes, income only means corporate profit. Therefore, no individual receives anything that is reportable as income. Brilliant. This argument is rejected by lower courts uh, as well as the United Brilliant. States Courts of, of course Appeal. It was. See just this: Cameron versus Internal Revenue Service, or Stower versus Commissioner, but or Reinhardt versus right? United States. Okay, but there yeah, aren't that's any. That's it. Okay. Uh, oh, Fink versus oh. Commissioner. Okay, so there uh, was and, one and, more. And Flathers versus oh, and Commissioner. Oh, just one more. And Schrader versus Commissioner. And Sherwood versus one? Commissioner. And, that one. and also, of course, Ho versus Commissioner. <laughs> Which there was apparently a Ho who tried it. Jeffy uh, knows about hoes. Yeah, Jeffy's. What are the, what's the tax status of, uh, <laughs> of your girls? They're on their own. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting thing because you. The arguments. Like, it, it, it's one of those things where, like, they kind of walk you down a path that's already, like, cut out of the woods. You know, it's like you're going mm -hmm. down. You picture you're going down, like, a paved driveway, and a little path kind of on the side is there. And you start walking down that path, and all of a sudden, the path. 
is actually cutting through, and it's it's not like you're running into trees. The path seems to cut around all the trees, and it seems wonderful. And then you realize at the end that's just because it's it's a well-developed theory. It, it, mm-hmm. Just because it's wrong doesn't mean it can't be well-developed. They have an answer for all the little questions, the initial questions you would have. Yeah. The problem is none of them hold up when you're in front of a judge, and then you're in jail. Now, should income tax be unconstitutional? For my money, yes. Well, not until the 16th Amendment, it was. And it was. Uh, but now that there is the amendment, and now that we have all the precedent, and now that uh, it's, the law's been enforced all these years, yeah. they got they got all that, they got a century now of, of precedent. Had you not, and this is another theory, and I, I can't remember if it came from Irwin or somebody else, if you never, ever file in the first place, there might be something to that. I, I wouldn't recommend so. that either. No, I, I wouldn't so. recommend it. I don't recommend it. But supposedly there's something that if you have some conscientious objection or something and you well, there is that, that from the beginning. I think that is actually legitimate. If you're in certain, um, they've cut out some. Because um, uh, I think the Amish, the right? Amish, yeah, the Amish. And the, I know that that is the case with health care um, and is the case with uh, many taxes. I think. Like uh, um, you know, the Medicare, the FICA taxes, things like that. Yeah. Because you, like Amish, get it the cutout. There's a couple of other groups that get yeah, it. Yeah, they're they're um, but they're actually carbons. named groups. Yeah. Um, and you basically have to be uh, in them. You can't just like join. You can't just yeah. I'm, I'm Amish. I'm Amish. <laughs> I'm Amish. I looked I'm, into I'm it. I'm Amish. I actually did look into it at the time. There actually are things though, like and sometimes it's tough because there are real things that get around some of these laws. For example, we talk about um, there's a couple. Um, at least one of them I think advertises with us, um, which is um, a Christian sharing a health cost sharing program, mm-hmm. which is legitimately if you're a Christian and you want to avoid Obamacare. Uh, and you want to avoid insurance, you can actually join these organizations that um, you don't, it's not insurance per se, it's, it's a medical sharing, a cost sharing service. So you go in and you, um, you give money and then when you have a medical bill, they will cover you if you're a conscientious objector to uh, insurance and, and Obamacare obviously mm-hmm. is, the, is the law of the land on that right now. Unfortunately, so you can actually there is a cutout for that. It's a little bit different, and it, you know the traditions are a little bit different. But and they can hold you to certain standards, like you, no drinking and, and things like that can be can be part of that. Um, so it's, it's it's really interesting. I would if, if I, you know, wasn't already getting insurance from here, I would completely definitely uh, consider that because I would not want to deal with um, you know having to buy. I would not want to go to the freaking. Exchanges. I yeah. couldn't, I couldn't no bring way. myself to do it. Triple eight seven two seven. Back more patents. Good coming up. Changes the way we yes. change the world. Yeah, the, we think of the exactly. world. Uh, the, the, the way mm-hmm. the most important. Keep talking. You're just eating. You're eating a red velvet cookie. Uh-huh. <sighs> Every once in a while, something comes around that changes the way we mm-hmm. think of things. It really makes the world a better place. That happened mm-hmm. 39 years ago today. Uh-huh. Uh, my birth. Wow. Uh, you're old. You. <laughs> I know I am. 
39. Do you remember mm. 39, Jeffy? Back in 1887? <laughs> I do. <laughs> Give or I take. It was a good year. Um, also, by the way, my daughter was born today. Uh, Happy birthday. Two years ago to Ainsley. Ainsley. Yes. Who I love very much, but doesn't get this awesome cake, which is here. Uh, this is a uh, red velvet is blizzard now? cake. Is she two already? Yeah, she's two. Holy wow. God, Holy crap, fast. right? Um, now, this is an interesting uh, thing we have here. First of all, the red velvet Oreos. Pat, uh, we tried those last it's Thursday. You missed it. You like them? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm a fan. Um, I'm well, a it's big better than an actual uh, regular Oreo. Right, it's better. Uh, yeah, it's good. Mm -hmm. got I like it better. Cream cheese. Uh, yeah, it's middle. good. Very mm -hmm. good. Okay. Mm -hmm. So what we have here is a right. happy birthday cake for me. This is very nice. So this is a, it's uh, all made up. This is made out of essentially a Dairy Queen red velvet blizzard. Oh, my gosh. Um, is it really? Mm-hmm. It's a red velvet. But there's no ice cake. cream, right? No, it's an ice cream cake. Yeah, it is nice, an ice, ice cream, cream cake. cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's in a blizzard, bro. Mm -hmm. That's happy yeah. day. It's a happy, happy day. We should have Stu's birthday every day. <laughs> I agree. Now, my wife might not agree, considering I'm going to be 50 pounds heavier after this. Ah. Don't tell her to bug off. Yeah, tell her to shut up. Your wife wants you to be 50 be pounds man. heavier, Jeffy. Somehow you don't be do it. Man. Jeffy, you are the. <laughs> I can't even. <laughs> Delicious. It um, does, but it's very hard, and it's going to be difficult to eat with plastic. Normally, the producers of really, you know, food segments and stuff have it all cut up, ready to go. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, well, no. you got a beautiful—it's a beautiful happy birthday stew cake. And um, they didn't want to probably mar that. Yeah. Right. This is—you're uh, right, Pat. Not. Yeah, that's not gonna. <laughs> I'm actually gonna having be. a lot of fun I'm watching just, you do it, though. Yep. I'm just waiting for this whole cake really, to just come off into my lap. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> Stu wasn't even wearing safety glasses. I was not. Are you okay? I'm okay. He's all right. Oh, my God, lock He's the right. doors. We don't want an OSHA in here. I mean, I can, I don't want to go to Israel, but I will survive the ice cream cake cutting, I think. <laughs> I do think there's a good chance this thing comes off uh, into my lap. Because oh, it keeps sliding almost off the table. Yeah. No, that couldn't yeah. happen at all. Keep going. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe, Jeffy, for, for you, like this, this half? Was That's that fine. Okay. <laughs> You can, you can be done cutting. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> it's really hard. I mean, that thing is frozen like a brick. Yeah, although it looks amazing. It does look good. It does look good. Is that from, who is that from, Baskin Robbins? Uh, Dairy Queen. Dairy Queen? Well, it's Blizzard. The Blizzard. Oh, Blizzard, obviously. I didn't know they. I didn't know Dairy Queen did cake. Though. I did not either. However, I will be. Uh, <laughs> I've got a new location of, uh, and then I'm going to be stopping by every couple days. Uh, by the way, uh, just as you cut that, um, this is a uh, mix of creamy, soft-serve, decadent oh. red velvet cake pieces and cream cheese frosting. Oh! oh. <laughs> cream cheese frosting is life-changing. So for the serving size, it has 1,280 calories. That's for the blizzard. 1,280 calories. Uh, calories from fat are oh. 430. Look at uh, that. 48 grams of fat in that baby right there. Well, that can't, that's got to be what, two serving sizes? 33 of saturated yeah, fat. That's no, that's, that's probably three right there. <laughs> that's a big boy. <laughs> that is a big boy. 130 milligrams of mm. cholesterol, mm. 710 of uh, sodium, birthday, carbohydrates, Steve. 189. Perfect. Yeah, that's, I mean. Oh, but it's loaded with vitamin C. Loaded. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, see? you get 0% of your daily income input into the. Zero percent of your daily intake. Nobody. Uh, it has uh, it has some vitamin A, some protein. Total sugar is 128 grams. This is perfectly fine. This, this is, is good, good for you. Good I would say I would hazard to to say that it's it's good for you. <laughs> That's what I would say.
and we're go. not going to be able to get into this, but wow, that's that's a healthy size. Thank okay. you. And here you go, Jeffy. Thank you. The <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy piece. Thank you. Mm. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here you go. All right. Here you go. No, I don't need a spoon. No, you don't. No, you don't. And you will not have one if you want one. Okay. Oh, it's good. Chocolate. I will see this. Mm -hmm. I uh, I recommend it. Mm. Really? It's yummy. Pretty good. Uh, it's yummy. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Was it worth the wait? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. Mm -hmm. Byron's stuff. Happy birthday to me. Oh, yeah, they ate it.